You're listening to Get Real KC with Jen and Eric. Kansas City's consumer-facing real estate podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Get Real KC, where we are overflowing with a passion for all things real estate. I'm Eric Jurgensen. And I'm Jen Justice. And today we've got kind of a different episode. Really cool. I'm really excited to share it with our listeners. So... Uh, we recently attended the Missouri Realtor Spring Business Conference. Uh, there's three a year. Jen and I are both um, uh, on the board of directors of Missouri Realtors, and Jen does a lot more. And I, fiddle- Jen's a chair of advocacy this year, and it's it's an interesting journey, friends. And, and I fiddle around in some of the committees, and it's kind of a great thing as we look at that. But what we did uh, is is we. Uh, asked realtors from all over the state to sit down and record a small segment to share with you. And, well, why don't you tell them what we asked them? So we talked about what some of their best advice is for home buyers or home sellers. We opened that up to them. And they were just allowed to come in and kind of give us their take on that. And it was so cool because a couple of times, actually more than a couple, we heard pretty much the same advice. So for our listeners, they can really take away, not only is this important, and Eric and Jen say this, but realtors across the state that have a, a very high level of professionalism say the same thing. And uh, you know, when you hear those time and time again, hopefully they're resonating. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, what you're about to hear is a series of segments where we ask each one of the realtors who sat down with us to introduce us, to tell us what part of the state they work in, and uh, a little bit about what their market is doing right now, and then just their best advice. And we held no cue cards. We didn't really limit them to any particular topic. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. We hope you uh, we hope you have fun. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, uh, John, so thank you so much for taking a few minutes. Uh, why don't you tell everybody uh, who you are and uh, what area of the state you're in? Yes. Thanks. First of all, thanks for having me on the podcast. My name's John Mayfield. I always start off by saying I got my real estate license in 1978 at the age of 18, so people can figure out how old I am. I will be 63 next month, but I'm south of St. Louis, but real estate's all I've ever known, so... Uh, worldwide too which is really really oh. impressive because i recently had the opportunity to go to uh france with john and it was just so exciting thank you all right so uh what's how's the market in 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 the south side of st louis are you kind of are you all the way down towards the boot hill or no i'm about i'm uh, between poplar bluff and st louis so it takes me about two hours to get to the bottom of the state gotcha. two, two and a half three hours but so I'm I'm kind of in that southwest southeastern corner, but the market right now is kind of like many other areas, low inventory. Prices are starting to settle back down, and properties will sell if they're priced correctly. I I had a property, she wanted a, a high price, and it sat there, and I kept telling her we need to bring the price down. And so finally, when we got it adjusted to where it really needed to be, it just flew off the shelf. So that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so what we're asking everybody to do 
is to give their a few pieces, one, two, three pieces of advice for buyers and sellers at home, just like what's your best advice? And, and I know from your perspective, you're going to have to dig deep and figure out what's best because yeah. uh, what uh, maybe our listeners don't know is John Mayfield was uh, president of Missouri Realtors, which is where we are now, of course, uh, and, and has his own podcast for real estate agents, runs a real estate school. So there's a lot of advice that yeah. can be coming out of you, John. So see if you can pick a top couple. You know, I think really, I always even tell people that I don't know who are interviewing me to list their house, talk to more than, talk to someone else. I may not be that perfect fit for everyone. And quite frankly, good real estate agents want competition. That raises my game up. But I think it's always good to talk to a couple of people. If you don't know someone in the in the business, I think if you're selling, make sure they're doing a comparative market analysis, that they're really seeing what's going on in the market. And for buyers, you definitely need to find a buyer to represent you as a buyer's agent. But they need to be doing a comparative market analysis. I I teach a lot of classes and I remind agents when we talk about agency, the importance as a buyer's agent to do your due diligence and make sure, hey, if if they say we want to buy this home, make sure you do some research and understand if if that's the right price or what they should offer. Yeah, so I guess what you're saying from from a buyer's perspective is make sure your agent is doing this, that they're they're bringing you, hey, here's how I uh, understand the market in this particular neighborhood, in this particular price range. Exactly. And, and, and this house does or doesn't fit. It's high price, low price, whatever. And if your agent's not doing that, well, it's exactly. time to find a new agent. Exactly right. right. Because I have people all, all the time that want me to go way outside my marketplace and I refer it to someone who that I know can represent them who knows that market who understands things in in that specific geographical area and so rather than me go and try to just make a commission check I would rather they get the right uh, care that they need. Yeah, and that's so important that, you know, John and I have had the opportunity to do, to do a lot of things at the National Association of Realtors throughout the country. And that's important to note is that we have people all over the nation. You know, our local market area, yes, for sure, like even for us, uh, Odessa gets a little far away and um, some things like that. We can service those areas, but sometimes there's different, you know, well requirements or things that we're not quite as familiar with that the agent down there can give us better information and we can make sure our clients are taken care of through referral but to people that are really really rooted in the industry with great knowledge so that is an amazing tip is that we do have those referral abilities to help people anywhere basically exactly and i know some people might say well you know antitrust you're 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 defining areas no we're not really doing that we're just saying uh, for example, Lake of the Ozarks. Oh, yeah. I had I had no idea that there are certain ways that a dock and electrical <laughs> electrical stuff at the dock needs to be set up. Otherwise, a person can be electrocuted. Well, if I had someone paying cash and they weren't doing an inspection, how would I know if that dock was properly um, set up correctly? Well, a, an agent from that area 
deals with docs all the time. That. Deals with yeah. That. yeah I, that was the example I was going to bring. It's a perfect example. Uh, you know, technically, I think all three of us can can sell, exactly. uh, can represent at the Lake of the Ozarks, but none of us would. Well, Jen might because she's got some. Experience not at Lake of the Ozarks. I would definitely not because uh, Table Rock Lake, where I have a place and I understand the rights and docs yeah. and core. Well, and that's what I was thinking. Core Table lines. Rock. It's core yeah. lines, right? I I'm completely comfortable with that. I've been down there. It'll be my fourth year now, and I've been a part of that local board now for four years. So I've got a a pretty good base on that, but I would not venture into Lake of the Ozarks because I do not own property Lake of the Ozarks. Absolutely. And it's very different at each lake. That's even important to note. Like the difference in Table Rock and the difference in Lake of the Ozarks is very different. Exactly. And you may have someone that is a very good friend of yours who, who just insists they want me to help them in that area. Well, if I do, I'm definitely going to reach out to people that I know from that area who can assist me and give me the knowledge and background. That's why the th- that's why the three of us are here at the Missouri Realtor Spring yeah, Business yeah. Conference, so we can network and and know the people and the players that can either assist us or we can refer you to them. Very good, John. Thank Excellent. you so much. Yeah, thanks. Great advice. I appreciate you stopping by. And anytime. Thank you so much. All right. Well, uh, thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners, tell them what part of the state you work in, and then a little bit about how your market's going right now. Hi, I'm Caroline Farrell. I'm from Rolla, Missouri. Missouri, depending on what part of the state you're from. Did you know the state legislature actually passed an act that said both pronunciations are correct? Which do you use? I use Missouri. I think that's more common in the urban, uh, rural, uh, urban areas, whatever I'm in, urban cities. I am from City. Rolla, Missouri. <laughs> you can use whichever and one you want. And the neat thing about Rolla, Missouri, we're not that far. We're halfway between St. Louis and Springfield. We're close to uh, a, air, um, a military base. And it's a great place to call home. We're a small town America, but we're so close to the cities and all. And we're seeing a large movement from different parts of the state to Rolla, Missouri, because we offer a lot. There's so many military that want to live close to Fort Leonard Wood, and that's only 30 minutes away. And my husband's a former mayor of Rolla, so I'm very Ah, pro Rolla. It's a great place to live and call home. I've been doing real estate for 40 years. Wow. And I don't think I've ever seen it as challenging as it is right now. It's still a great time, but it's tight. Our market is very tight. And it's a good time to list your home because our inventory is so low. But I'm optimistic. After 40 years, I've been through peaks, I've been through valleys, and we're coming back. The realtor organization is still a strong person and so I rep- represent an organization that not only buys or sells helps people buy and sell homes but we're also working to protect home ownership and keep the dream of home ownership alive for the future generations. You and know, I love Caroline because she's one of the most passionate leaders I know about home ownership and you know traveling around the world now I came to realize how good we have it in the United States, you know, and I always have thought that, but some people that I met really brought that to light in the different ways that they have 
um, to buy homes and they may have to pay cash or they may have to put down 50% or they may only get a mortgage that's amortized or divided out by 10 years. And how dramatically different is that from what we see in the United States? So I, I appreciate you, Caroline, and your ambassadorship. Thank you. You're a lovely, lovely. Well, I think you should look for the big R. It represents so much. It's not today, but it's the future of real estate. And as a, as a buyer, Go and look for realtors. Look for people that know the community that can help you. You know, you can sell real estate everywhere, but you really know, need to know the area to help the consumer find the perfect place to live and call home for many years. And what are some of the things that you would suggest a buyer or seller look for? What are your top tips for people as as they would be looking for a realtor and looking for a home? What should they, what should they do? Well, I do a lot of listings and I love to go on listing appointments. And first off, I tell people to get rid of all those foofy fragrances in the house. <laughs> Clean the house and get rid of all that foofy smell because people are wondering what are they covering up. Absolutely. You know, and there's nothing like the clean smell of homes. And get a home inspection ahead of time. Really? I highly recommend that because that way the inspector can point out the things that need to be done instead of after it goes under contract. Okay. And then you're surprised. Oh, I didn't know this happened. I didn't know about this. Get that home inspection. It's a great investment to get your home ready. So the two things I really believe in, home inspections and no foofy smells inside the house. You know, it's funny you, you say that because I, I definitely, because uh, I work uh, I work with both. I think we all do, but I, I, I'm probably leaning a little heavier towards buyers. And uh, they, when, as we walk through homes, whenever, uh, eat, you know, they, remember the traditional baked cookies? There was the baked oh, cookies era. Oh, I love era. that. The br- or bread baking bread in the baking, oven. Yeah. So we've been in a couple of homes recently that have had that going on. And that's the first word out of my client's mouth is, is what smell are they covering up? So, yeah, you got to be careful about that. So that's great advice. And then for the buyers, be honest with the realtor you're working with. Tell them the things you're really looking for. What is important to you? Really let them know what you're looking. And when I'm showing homes, I say, please tell me what you like and what you don't like about this house. That way I can get to know your needs and I can help you find those needs. Because not very often do we go out in one day and find the dream (laughs) home for the consumer. It takes us a little while. I'm told it happens. It's never happened in my here. I and have. It's happened to me quite a bit. I've been pretty lucky. Oh, but, my goodness. You know, most the the interesting piece is that most home buyers are now looking online. I That's believe true. the statistic is for eight months. Yeah. I, and I know that that has held true with a lot of people that I've been working with recently. I've got one that they called me on finally the house and they were kind of looking but kind of not they'd been in and they'd been out but they'd been looking online they said for almost a year and when this house came available you know they decided to take a swing at it without high expectations which is a great position to be in but then we've got another set of buyers that we're working with right now and they're going to have to sell their home but boy they had been looking for six months prior to contacting us and we have been working with them for three months since we started you know the process and they're still working on getting their home ready to list but they are going to be well probably over a year by the time we find a home sure. because they it is now April and their goal is to find something by October. So well, we've got a pretty good window and they're there. really looking for some particular items. So Well, and I tell the realtors in my area, we live here, we work here, we call Rolla our home and we want to help our clients make their home in Rolla, Missouri. That's fantastic. 
Caroline, thank you so much for stopping by. We really appreciate you having here on Get Real KC. And I appreciate your smiles. And let's all be happy and make wonderful memories. And we can remember this day. Yes, okay. ma'am. Thank you. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you. Okay. Hey, thanks for joining us, Matthew. We really appreciate it. Why don't you start out by telling everybody who you are, who you're with, what part of the uh, state you're in. Let's sure. start there. Sure. So my name is Matt Becker. Uh, I'm the broker owner of Magnolia Real Estate, and we are uh, an independently owned brokerage in the St. Louis market. Uh, our primary focus is St. Charles County, um, and we do a lot in uh, the rural, more rural areas too, as such as Lincoln County, Warren County, uh, and we also have a presence out like the Ozarks. So uh, get a, get around a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so over. so focusing in on that that St. Charles County market outside of St. Louis, what's what's the market like right now? It, it we're we're back to what we were in last year. You know, we had a slow uh, November, December, January cyclical. Yeah, and then it just it, it took off again. Wildfire uh, you know, again. Fe- February, March have just been crazy, and we're we're back to. We're back to seeing those uh, multiple offer situations, and as soon as it hits the market, it's gone. Yeah, we, we are in Kansas City as well, um, and and uh, it's amazing, uh, in my opinion, because you know once the it seems like that three month period, which is the same we had, it seems like the minute that the interest rates stabilized, everything lit on fire again. Yep. So. And, and we got through that holiday season. You know, the holidays are always slow uh, in the market, and it, it it was like as soon as New Year's was over people those interest rates had stabilized and people were ready to get back out there and and give it a shot again absolutely well get real kc we're dedicated to uh, education for consumers buyers and sellers of homes and transparency in real estate so we've asked you to spend a few minutes to share some of your wisdom some of the best tips or advice that you feel like you could give buyers and sellers of homes so we're excited to hear it sure so you know, when it comes to a buyer, I think one of the, the biggest things that agents can do right now is set a reasonable expectation for that buyer from the minute they have their first buyer's consultation meeting with them. Let them know what this market is like, that it's not crazy, it's complex, it's competitive. Um, like that. And that, that's Jared complex James. So, and yeah, competitive. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's my guy. And he, that's how he explains it. And, and you know, and, and when he says that, it resonated with me because you know so many times we hear agents especially on social media and stuff and this market's crazy it's not crazy this is what we do for a living it's competitive it's complex and you better understand it and and you need to set that level of expectation with that buyer from the get-go yeah because they get frustrated you know they they think they're gonna go out and look at five ten houses write an offer and they're gonna be under contract HGTV 30 minutes and I'm out that's exactly right you know such an unrealistic expectation and that brings back, like I used to say this when, uh, you know, the market was wildfire, which you're right, it is returning, right? It's like batting average because a 400 batting average is amazing. But what that means is you're only smacking that ball good four out of 10 times. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at it from a batter's perspective and you start to break that down, you got to fail forward, right? Because yeah. you're, you may in this market fail until you succeed and that is okay because we didn't invent the light bulb on the first day the batter doesn't always get a hit i mean this is real life and and that is our market right now yeah and 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 i think by setting that expectation with the buyer they know that if they go through one or two or three or five offers and they don't get that house they they know that that's the expectation from the get-go you know if they think they're going to go out and write an offer and be done 
you know, it sets that, it, it frustrates them. And so, if they do, they're lucky with the unicorns and rainbows, but that's just not always the case. That's 100%. I, I so appreciate that advice. I, I try to do that. And I mean, that's part of the reason why we have this podcast, right? Is, and, and my phrase I use is, I think that mimics that is I say eyes wide open. You need to go into uh, every situation in housing eyes wide open because it's such a huge and tremendous investment. What else do you have? I'm sure you. I'm sure you have a lot, so you have to pare it down to one or two. But. Yeah, uh, you know, on the sell side, you know, we this is this is not uncommon for this market, but it just has to be priced accordingly. You know, it, that that price point is so important. And with buy, you know, when money was cheap last year and and interest rates were in the threes and the fours, people were willing to go ahead and take something that they put a little money into, or you know, it, it wasn't perfect. Now with with money being more expensive. If they're going to spend it and they're yeah. going to be over asking price still and, and in that upper range, they want something that's ready to go. They, it, and so that's my big thing for the sellers is take those extra steps and pay attention to the details. The details matter when money's expensive and buyers are, are paying what they're paying for houses. And so, by a, you know, we, we walked houses last, last year when everything was just nuts and people hadn't even vacuum their carpets and they were getting twenty, thirty thousand dollars <laughs> yeah, right. over asking cat price. Cat poop was on that carpet, right? It didn't matter. <laughs> you know, it's like I love the smell of cat pee, right. someone says. That's right, I heard nobody that. Heard, yeah. Nobody loves that. That's right. But. So take the extra time and make sure the house is show ready. It, it it don't just slap it on the market. Take that time, you know, and and clean, make sure clean, clean. Yes, make Did sure I you're invested clean? in we, that. We actually have a podcast on that too. I think it's we so say fun. clean like six hundred times yeah. in thirty minutes. Six hundred times. Clean sells houses. Yes, it does. You know, people want to walk in, they want to smell that that fresh smell and you know they want that house to be presentable so making sure that's where it's at yeah no that's that that's awesome advice and it's not the the first time we've heard make sure that you're pricing things correctly let me just take an extra minute and dig in uh, to this uh, uh, the the amount of time that a home can be on the market now because the market is competitive um, before people start asking what's wrong with the house <laughs> now is so incredibly short uh, what I see happening for from listing agents who, in my opinion, know what they're doing, is they're listing it at just a teeny bit under market value to get that multiple offer situation to make sure that it moves. Now, do you do you think that's happening in your market, and do you agree with that philosophy? Yeah, and, and I I think it is happening in the market. I don't know if I 100% agree with it. Okay. I think that it needs to be priced where the comps justify it. But when we're looking at the comparables for any subdivision right now, there's a handful of them that we have to throw out. You know, there's those houses last year that sold for 100000 over asking price that are completely out of the realm. And I think some agents, um, you know, don't pull that and look at that. You know, this sold last year in August or June when, you know, it was just weird for all of us. And so it, being able to pull those specific ones out and then make sure that, you know, for the most part, we've got a good baseline. We've always had a good baseline. It's just rapidly changing. And the agents need to pay attention to that change. And, you know, yeah, you know, some, some properties may justify just a, a little bit under what that comp would be just to generate that buzz. But overall, I think that if, if it's priced where it's supposed to be, agents right now know what houses are selling for. Right. And if, if it's in that, in that ballpark, it's going to be fine. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because lots of clients have access to lots of information online. And so this is a great piece of advice for a buyer who's vetting an agent, which is to start talking about and see whether that agent points out that, well, yeah, that house across the street last year sold for $375,000. But did you understand it was only listed for three fifty dollars or three twenty? dollars 
and that's a huge gap, which means that we probably got over appraisal. And, and, and you have to look at what that list price was versus what the sold price right? was. If Absolutely. you're not paying attention to that, you're, you're missing the train. Yeah. You know, yep. and, and the, the other, the last thing I'll say with the listing piece of it is just how important staging is. Um, that the staging of that house, you know, and, and everybody, it's it's hard to go in and tell somebody, you know, that their furniture's out of date or this shouldn't be here. Or, you know, those are hard conversations to have. But by changing that furniture, by moving stuff around, by opening up rooms, it brings in such a higher value. Yeah. And I can't stress it enough with our sellers, our agents, uh, and everybody in the industry. Excellent. Hey, Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by, Matt. We really appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the rest of the conference. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. Take care. Okay, and we're back. And we have Jordan joining us. Uh, so, Jordan, uh, thanks for taking some time uh, for our listeners. Uh, and, and tell us uh, who you are, uh, um, what part of the state you're in, and then we'll ask you a little bit about your uh, buy and sell market as well. So. Absolutely. Well, yeah, well, thanks for the opportunity. So, as you said, I'm Jordan, Jordan Salisbury. Um, I'm at Lake of the Ozarks. Um, I'm a lifelong Lake Area resident. Um, and then I'm the broker owner of the Salisbury team and Salisbury Property Management. Excellent. And, and I definitely want to spend a few minutes because we had a great breakfast together this morning. We're talking about all your short-term rentals down there. So definitely, if you're looking for a short-term rental, uh, uh, Jordan's contact information along with all of our great guests is going to be available um, uh, in the podcast description and in the uh, and just Google her because media she's like Facebook and, famous and yeah, YouTube famous and, and so, you know all the things, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty easy to find uh, on the, the interwebs. So, <laughs> so interwebs. but I've gotten off topic because we definitely are about education and transparency for buyers and sellers of homes. So tell us about the residential market uh, in your area and how it's going right now. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's actually very strong. We only have an average of last time I checked for um, the end of Q1, about 27 days on market um, is our average um, days on market. Um, and our price per square foot continues to slowly increase the way we like to see it at a slow, incremental, healthy appreciation steady. rate. Steady, slow yes. and steady. Yes. So well, let me, let, let, me, let me shape that up though, because people who aren't in the know think 27 days on market is a long time. That's, that's from uh, listing to close. Mm -hmm. That is not from listing to contract. And a common contract length is 30 days. Yeah. So the reality is, is, is that the days to contract has to be virtually instantaneous to have that kind of days to, uh, to close. So that's, fan that's fantastic for sellers anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and just speak to a, to a little bit to that, you know, the, the Lake of the Ozarks itself, if you're familiar with it, when I was a child growing up there, you know, come, you know, Labor Day weekend, we just about rolled up the streets and everything closed down. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, and now fast forward, and we really have a more, um, you know, not seasonal year round market. We have a lot more full time residents. We have a lot of those retirees. And then we have a lot of that coupled with um, investors, you know, so we have a lot of cash in our market. Um, so that goes, you know, plays into those 30, 45 day escrows for our regular people who are getting financing. And then we also have still seeing some multiple offers, especially with lakefront single family residential, all cash close in seven days. So that's really kind of a good balance, I think, in our market. At least I'm happy to see that and it not being so wild, wild west like it was there for a little while. Oh, my gosh. Fire down the street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Back to the future, baby. Yes. Yeah. No, we've been 
counsel to say competitive, not crazy. So <laughs> yeah, competitive, yeah, yeah. competitive. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's great. Uh, all right. So for um, uh, either buyers or sellers, start where you want. What what would be like your top pieces of advice? Sure, sure. So for buyers, it's probably really simple. Um, first of all, get with an agent who actually you know knows the market is good at strategizing when it comes to negotiations, I think in the competitive market that we're experiencing, <laughs> um, that's really important. So you wanna make sure that they're setting you up for success. Um, and then secondly, work with their, you know, um, you know, the lenders that they know that are at the lake, it's really, really good to work with local lenders because we sell houses with docks and boat lifts so and all complex. these things that, not that out-of-town landers can't sometimes handle it, but sometimes we run into roadblocks at the very end. And also, there are some really great options out there right now, um, like three, two, one buy downs. And you know, if people are watching the news, they feel like the sky is falling, and seven percent interest is you know just can't can't get it. It's not attainable. Um, so just really working with that local expert that knows the market, knows how to negotiate, and has the resources to set you up for success. Because it's you know, a stress, I love, stressful process. I love that piece on lenders. Nobody said that yet, and the lender is such an important piece of the transaction. I was actually just talking with um, a friend of mine who does cowboy mounted shooting with me but she is an amazing lender got a great communication style and when people look at you know some of the national lenders that may advertise very heavily that shall remain nameless mm -hmm. they may offer you a low interest rate online but then when you really start to dig into it that interest rate starts to creep up and oh i'm sorry i can't offer you that because of x y and z mm -hmm. but of course it was the old uh, bait and switch technique right exactly but those lenders that we have those solid relationships with that we've mm -hmm. worked with we know their history and we know that they are steady like we like to see in the market right they're going to be those steady relators that are so important for our client in what is the most possibly emotional and largest financial transaction that they will do in their life. Yeah. And, and let's just make it clear for listeners that aren't really uh, cognizant of this. You're a good realtor, which means that hopefully your realtor, uh, they're going to have a list usually of two to five, like I do three is what I, I don't want to, um, of lenders that they work with, that they know communicate well, that they know close on time well. And, and to say, Timeliness go, is so go, go shop these lenders, talk to them mm -hmm. all. Um, but as, as realtors, as real estate agents, we're not getting kickbacks from these lenders, right? We're not giving you a list of people no. because uh, we're, so that's, that's a no, no, we don't do that. We're giving you lender recommendations because we know that they're good in the market. So yeah. great advice. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think also part of that buyer consultation is understanding, you know, what what's important to them you know does it make sense how long are you going to be in this property if you're going to be in it for less than five years maybe an arm is what's best for you right now if you are using this as an investment i have lenders that have certain loan products that i can say hey this could be a really great product for you it's offered this person's local they understand docks and lakefront and all this stuff and so I would yeah. encourage you if you're interviewing for an agent and they're not asking you those types of questions, maybe ask for, you know, a referral from a friend to say, Hey, who did you use? And if that agent is really, you know, good at their, their job, their role, their they should be asking those questions to understand and not just pushing you into, you know, a 30 year fix without knowing exactly what are your plans so that we can help advise you and help 
show you the different loan products that are out there because I just think a lot of consumers don't know the various products. I agree. So yeah. I agree. that's part of that education process. Yes. Absolutely. Let me let me flip the table on you. Let's talk about sellers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which probably have a little bit of an easier time in this market, but still, there's some great advice out there to help them get along on their sale and maximize it. What, yeah. Get, yeah. So what do you think? Um, so I would say, while the market is in my area, you know, specifically, still very strong. It is still very much based on all the lead indicators that we can track, still very much a seller's market, and it's not 2021. So please, please understand that we are all incentivized to help sell your house for the maximum price we possibly can. And so when we're advising to not push it over and not go way over, it's because we really want you, we don't want to chase the market. We want to put you in a position to make the, you t the faster we sell, the higher you know our average sales price, is, or our, our, our net to the seller is going to be, which at the end of the day is what, what they're there for, right? They want to get the most for their property. So um, be make, making sure, again, similar to the buyer side, that your agent is a local expert, that they do have that track record, that they, that they know what their list price to sale price ratio is. They know how many homes they've sold. They really know that local. I'm really big on local, you know, lo your local expert. Real estate is local. So if your agents aren't, you know, coming up with those, you know, kind of having those conversations right. with you and they're kind of letting you price the house, I would say maybe question their expertise. Um, so that would be probably my first point on that. And then um, secondly, you know, ask them what their marketing is. You know, I think a lot of people who follow me kind of know it and they so they just kind of see the marketing and they don't ask, but I've been out on, on, on listing appointments and I'm like telling them all the stuff and I'm very numbers based, you know, kind of nerdy in that, that sense. Um, and then I get at the end of the appointment and I'm ready to leave and I'm like, you didn't even ask me about my marketing. And so maybe <laughs> I'm just really good at that, that, that numbers piece of it, but making sure that that marketing that it is so important to make sure that you stand out online, especially when it's competitive and making sure you have that you know, top notch marketing. And we do all professional you know, marketing, photography, videography, all of the stuff. And then I see houses that are beautiful that, you know, not to dog on anybody, so to speak, but clearly was taken oh, with no, a phone. Oh no, dog on them. <laughs> and this, they're dark this, and this shadow my... and crooked and people are in the mirrors. And I just think, are the sellers not looking at the at the product that they've hired this person to do? And I just, I shake my head because it, it just frustrates uh, me because I, I stress it. that with my <laughs> agents. I've, yes. I've been stressing that now on a land piece that um, one of my agents own personally, that those drone and those videography yeah. pieces are so important, especially to land. Like you can put it out there but if they can't people need help visualizing mm -hmm. and if you put out a product that doesn't give them a good visual then they're not as likely to give you that great price for that property yeah uh, exactly just exactly the way it works so funny that's my biggest like my probably my single largest personal pet peeve and communication is also his hugest pet peeve but that's all of us so yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> but, exactly. but, please but communicate just, yeah. please pretty please with sugar on top professional <laughs> photography is if your agent isn't offering that i don't care what your sales point is then they'd get another agent I'm, that's just the way i feel about it yeah so. absolutely so great it's, yeah it's yeah it, it uh, yeah if i'm in the office and i'm you know checking the hot sheet and i you know, start to go, oh my gosh, you know, they all know, must be someone with bad photos. Because <laughs> I just Jordan's go, ah! off. Like, oh no. And you're so sweet that I imagine it's kind of hard to rock you sometimes. Yeah, so like, I just shake my head and just think, oh gosh, you know, and I, obviously I hope it sells for them. You know, I don't, you know, but I just think if it were me on it's the other side, it's not that hard, right? Am I not going and it's looking a phone call. and seeing? Yes, yeah. it's exactly. a schedule. It's a click. Yeah. Like it's, it's all hard. automated now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right, Jordan, thank you so much for stopping by. We really appreciate it, and I know our listeners do too. Have a great rest of your conference. Thank you.
All right. Wasn't wasn't that pretty awesome? My gosh. I just love our realtor family. They are some of the most amazing people. And I, I just love being affiliated with such amazing human beings, honestly. Hey, I tell you what, you know, we go to those conferences more than once a year. And so if you're listening, if you thought that was good, uh, you know, we would love to recreate that if if you guys think that that's uh, kind of a neat format. And, and furthermore, if there's other questions we should be asking. So feel free to reach out and give us some feedback. Uh, you know, obviously you can, uh, whatever you're listening to, you can do a comment, but you can also reach out to us at either Eric, E-R-I-K, or Jen, J-E-N, at dreamhomesbygen.com. Uh uh, or, you know, hit us on the Get Real KC Facebook page or our, our own uh, Get Dream Homes by Jen Facebook page, web page, you name it. But reach out, tell us what if, if that's We're a not good hard form. to find if you search the interwebs. That, that's right. The whole interweb thing. Uh, but man, I, that was awesome. Those people were just absolutely fantastic. I love, uh, you know, some of them I hadn't met yet. So I, that was the first time meeting. It was a really great thing. So we hope you really enjoyed it. Another great episode of Get Real KC. Until next time. You have been listening to Get Real KC with Eric Jurgensen and Jen Justice. For more information or to contact our hosts, visit us at dreamhomesbygen.com where you can find more episodes exploring real estate as it matters to you. 